Stop. What? Do you have any idea what you just did? Oh, come on, we just made the deal of our lifetimes. We should celebrate. You just bet against the American economy. F yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Which means. Oh. Which means if we're right, if we're right, people lose homes, people lose jobs, people lose retirement savings, people lose pensions. You know what I hate about banking? It reduces people to numbers. Here's a number. Every 1% unemployment goes up. 40,000 people die. Did you know that? No. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. We were just excited. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, where four friends sit down and review movies you absolutely should have seen already. My name is Scott, and I'm here with the other three giant fat potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've, I've never been more insulted by you. Yeah. You were looking right at me when you you threw those words at me. <laughs> you know, I'll take it, though. I, I think I was a fingerling, right? Yeah, yeah. So you used to be a fingerling. Yeah. I've upgraded. I if mean, you want you could be this uh, potato that one of my neighbors dropped, uh, kind of outside <laughs> of their house, and has been there for more than a month. Yeah, sure. So they're big fans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Did they do that in honor of you? I think so. It's rotting. <laughs> it's our mascot. <laughs> yeah, it's our mascot. Can you take a pic? Of sure. It and post, yeah. it on, I'll post it on the gram. Yeah. I thought you had. Did you? Uh, not? I did take a pic and I sent it to you guys. Oh god, but it. I didn't okay. post it on the gram. Mm. I'll get another one. I took that pic at nighttime. Yeah. So get a better. Yeah. A better pic of the rottenness. Yeah, and it's more rotten now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still there though. You've seen it lately. Yeah, I saw it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> did it kind of amp you up to record? A little bit. I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's get it. <laughs> I'm feeling rotten. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, well, we're watching or, or reviewing the Big Short today. We could be watching it today as well. I might watch it later. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't watch it for the podcast. <laughs> okay. No, I did. I'm just. I, I probably won't watch it later, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll watch it again sometime. I feel like if anyone can come in cold, though, you could probably do that, Tyler. Well, I've definitely already watched it at least once this year. Yeah, uh, apart from watching it uh, last week or Rapol, have any of you guys actually come in cold on any of the movies? No, never. No, never. Because I feel I like I either. struggle enough to remember things when I come in hot. Mm -hmm. So I have I legitimately thought about it once and then I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like you and I are probably the least, I mean, depending on the movie, I guess. Like I thought about like independence day, I could have easily done without having yeah. watched it again. But I have walked in on you, Zach, uh, finishing a movie minutes before we record. Uh, what, what are we? What are we going with this? Yeah, no. I've yeah. also walked in on Zach. Yeah. When, when was that? Uh, Ferris Bueller. We were doing it at your house, and then I knocked on the door, and it was like eight in the morning. I feel like, uh -huh. and then Ferris Bueller was like ending. <laughs> on, and I was like, "You're just watching this now?" And you're like, "Yeah, I didn't have any time." <laughs> yeah. I I feel like it's not a mystery. I think I can say this that we're, we batch record episodes and so last week's episode and this week's episode we're recording at the same time uh and i watched usual usual suspects this morning before coming over so really? yeah oh, wow. <laughs> but you should say why well yeah I'm, I'm super jet lagged and so i'm falling asleep like i'm struggling to stay awake until like nine o'clock at night and then waking up at four every morning and so i tried watching it last night and i was like this isn't happening but the good news is i'll wake up at four and sure enough 
I did. You know, waking up that early is pretty wild. Like how productive you feel when you hit like, uh, like nine in the morning or whatever. And you're like, oh, wow, I already watched a whole movie for the podcast. Yeah. And, and most people haven't even had breakfast yet. Yeah. yeah. Too bad it was the usual suspects. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> too bad for sure. But no, I also felt a little silly because I watched the usual suspects and then I kind of like read some trivia and then I took a shower and got dressed and like went through all this stuff. And I'm like, I still can't leave the house for another 30 minutes or I'm going to be at Scott's before <laughs> he and Carla get out of bed. That's pretty wild. <laughs> it was a little uh, unfortunate for me. Yeah. I much prefer to roll out of bed into my day. Interesting. I I'm, I'm an early riser. I like, I like getting up and getting some stuff done. I like, yeah. Feeling like I had a little bit of time before yeah. I have to go to work. Like on my off day, if I wake up like any later than seven 30, I, I don't like that. Oh, I wake up at seven 30, pretty seven 15 to seven 30, pretty much every day no on work what. days though. I'm waking up at five. Oof. So if You're I'm still sleeping in two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I would say I normally wake up at six. And then on days that I sleep in, it's like 8, 8.30. So I'm about the same as you, just a little later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we are, uh, for real, going to review the movie The Big Short. <laughs> I think we're going to keep talking about our sleep schedules. <laughs> Scott, yeah. you uh, you uh, chose this movie. Nominate it for us. I did. How come? Uh, well, I had never seen it before. I'm actually a late bloomer. All right. Uh, but I had heard a lot of great things about it. It has a great cast. Uh, Adam McKay is someone that I've really liked his comedies. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I want to see some of one of his more like, I mean, I guess it's still a comedy, but it's kind of like a dark. I don't don't think it's a comedy. I feel like there's a lot of funny things in it, though. Yeah, but I think that's just the nature of his uh, like the nature of his directorial style. Mm. Uh, But it's definitely a drama, not a comedy. But yeah, so. I thought, hey, I'll throw this on there. And because I've heard both you and Zach talk positively about this movie. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll nominate it. I want to see it. And I didn't want to watch it without nominating it. So, Jake, had you seen this before? I had not. Okay, great. Okay, so there was another late bloomer. Uh, well, before we jump into uh, some of our, our thoughts and opinions about this, uh, Scott, you want to hit us with just the facts? Yep. So this was directed by Adam McKay, and he also helped write it with Charles Randolph. It released December 11th, 2015, has a runtime of 130 minutes. The other guys gave this an 89%. IMDb gave it a 7.8. It had a box office of $133 million on a $28 million budget, so pretty good return there. It won in Best Adapted Screenplay and then lost four other nominations for Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor for Christian Bale, Best Director, and Best Film Editing. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, Zach, you had seen this movie before, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Now we've all said it. Very nice. <laughs> Zach, you'd yes. seen this movie before. Yes, I had. So what do you think watching it again this time? It was I it's great. I love it. I really like this movie a lot. Um <clears throat> excuse me. I I think this movie may have like one of my favorite ensembles. Uh it has like three of my favorite working actors and then also Steve Carell who I still really love. Um and I don't feel like any of them like outshine the other. Like I feel like they all are, are really great and, and pretty exceptional in their roles. And I think I, I feel like I love all of their characters equally. I also feel like all of the like more so supporting actors or characters are really good and have really strong actors in those roles as well. 
Um, I, for the most part, really enjoy Adam McKay's really chaotic, kind of frenetic directing style. Um, And plus, I just think this is like a really fascinating story. Um, I don't have like any background in economics. I didn't study that, obviously. And so like I still struggle a little bit to keep up with some of what's going on. But I feel like this movie, it kind of reminded me of the social network in that like I feel like it does a, for the most part, really great job at immersing you into a world that like a lot of people have no familiarity with. Um, and, and I really enjoyed it overall. I have a question. Uh, you said frenetic. Mm-hmm. What is that? Chaotic bouncing all over the place. Uh, no, um, like outline in mind. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I also, I like, I know you didn't intend this as a diss at Steve Carell, but I love that you just said it had three of my favorite working <laughs> actors and Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Steve Carell is probably not an actor that I would watch. Like if he's in a movie, I wouldn't instantly just go see that movie just cause he's in it. But I usually really like him. And I think he, I think his, uh, his Michael Scott was like one of the best comedic roles and performances of all time. Um, but the other three guys, I'll go see a movie. Just, like, if you tell me, like, any of those guys are in a movie, I'll go see it. Like Christian Bale? Yeah. Like Dude, Sight Unseen. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a movie for exactly, you. Exactly. Sight Unseen. It's yeah. a, um, uh, a Miyazaki movie. It's called Howl's Moving Castle. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Christian Bale's in it. Uh, I should have clarified. Uh, uh, animated movies, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do not count. All right. Because he's not really in it. His voice is in it. <laughs> Well, I'd seen this movie before. Obviously, I'd seen it already several times this year. Uh, I love this movie. I was super excited when Scott decided to nominate it. I think this is a movie that when we were living together, I tried to get him to watch a couple of times and probably it just didn't didn't happen. He wasn't feeling it. Uh, but I, I think this is terrific. I agree with pretty much everything you said, Zach. In particular, I think it's a really great fascinating subject matter that they're covering and even though yeah i have to really pay attention in this movie to really understand everything that's going on uh i feel like they did just a adam did just such a terrific job of making something that is very confusing very palatable and also uh making me and and the audience feel comfortable not understanding some of these things um just with his humor and I love the fourth wall breaks with Selena Gomez, uh, uh, um, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie like and Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. yeah. Those three. Thank you. <laughs> and Richard Thayer. Uh, I, I like how all the famous people I forget, but I remember the economist's name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I love those fourth wall breaks, those little segments to like explain to us something that's a little bit more confusing. I think it's super helpful, but I think it's also really fun and engaging. And uh, yeah, I think it's, I, I think that this absolutely deserved its win for best screenplay. That's for sure. Yeah. Jake. Yeah, I so I'd never seen it before, and I, I liked it a lot too. And I think uh, while I was watching it, Zach, I remember a conversation we had maybe around the time the movie came out um, and uh, you were saying something about it. And I said, I don't know. I just don't think I can buy Steve Carell in a serious role. And then you said, I said that or you said, I said it. And okay. then you said, don't pigeonhole him. And I've got to say, I owe you and Steve an apology uh, <laughs> because I think he was, I think he was good. I thought it was really good. I liked everyone in it. I don't, I don't feel like I have very many 
if any bad things to say about it. I really did appreciate like you're talking about Tyler, those, those like cuts to, to people to explain things. And I think that that is, even though it seems easier, I think it's more creative and more interesting than having somebody in the story, like drop just some knowledge on you in the middle of it, instead of just like cutting away, explaining it. And it, and it, it's just, it's easier for us to understand because you can just say like, I'm going to explain this to you. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, so I thought that that was maybe one of my favorite things that he did in the movie. Cause I, I think it, it helped me follow the movie. Cause I, I was able to follow what they were saying because they had this break for me and they did it. And I think a really clever way, but yeah, no, I think, I think Christian Bale was probably my favorite part of this. I, I like him an awful lot. Um, but yeah, I feel like I a little rambled there, but I liked it. I should also say those and, uh, um, Ryan Gosling's fourth wall breaks, uh, where, you know, it, it's like, yeah, Mark Baum actually did that. You know, like uh, that some of my favorite part cracked me up. You yeah. see what I was dealing with? You see what I was dealing with? And even the two like young investors too, when they're in the lobby and they're like, uh, by the way, yeah. we didn't actually, this didn't actually happen this way. Like I thought that was really cool. Really, uh-huh. really, really creative storytelling. All right, Scott, what do you think? Late bloomer and nominator. Yeah, I I really liked it. I will say as far as the Steve Carell thing, so Carl and I have been watching The Office again recently. Um, and so the first little bit, it was hard to get into this accent Steve Carell was doing. It felt very like fake and put on to me. But about maybe like a third of the way into the movie, like I finally bought into it and it was good the rest of the movie. Um, but yeah, I thought... He, as always, is a great actor. I think the other three that you mentioned, Zach, are all really great. Um, I would agree. I think that uh, Batman was my favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see if you had any kind of like. Uh, no, I got nothing. I, that was <laughs> okay. just really funny. <laughs> I didn't realize Robert Pattinson was in this. Yeah, movie. Robert Pattinson was my favorite. Um, I, I actually haven't seen the new Batman yet. Oh, I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's as good as everybody said. But I liked it. I agree with Jake completely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the best superhero movie that's come out this year. Let a dig at Doctor Strange. Yeah. It seemed, uh, yeah. 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 Very much so. Doctor Strange was pretty bad. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I did think it was very unique in the way it uh, tried to give information to the watcher. Um, so I thought it was really cool. I thought cinematography was good. The viewer, the viewer, I, 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 like, for whatever reason, I was like, is that another Marvel? It sound, it does. It, it sounded really ominous. Yeah. The watcher, I was like, Oh yeah. You guys didn't see the watcher <laughs> yeah, the whole time. He was in, out in space staring down. He's in like every other scene. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the viewer, I guess that's a, a better term. <laughs> it's just the more commonly used term. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought, uh, I don't really have anything like critically bad to say about it. I thought, uh, acting was great. I thought dialogue was great. Cinematography was pretty good. Um, I think the score was good all in all. I think it was a really cool, good movie. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, after watching this, which I absolutely loved, I, I went and watched vice, uh, which came out several years later, definitely not as good. And so I hope Adam McKay, and then, you know, he did, uh, don't look up and I thought that was terrific. And so I hope he keeps in this dramatic vein because I think he does a killer job at it. Um, but big short so far is still my favorite. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of don't look up. Yeah. I thought it was just okay. Yeah, I I don't 
completely disagree. I, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really great, but like it did feel like they just blew their entire budget on Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Like, yeah. Like felt like the, the cinematography, the special effects, everything else was pretty like made for TV feeling, you know, mm, definitely. But mm. yeah, they, they blew their, their budget on, on actors. Do you guys uh, remember this, like this time in history when the housing market was like building very well. So I wrote, Oh, I don't remember when it was building. I mean, how old was I? 2008 was when everything collapsed. That's when it crashed. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was only like 12 years old when that happened. So like, I, I mean, I remember that time, but I obviously wasn't very plugged into uh, the economy at that point. So I think I appreciated it. This movie for, I mean, helping me kind of rem- like, understand what was going on mm. at a time where like, like obviously after this things were bad and all, I just, I knew that things were bad and mm-hmm. I didn't know why and I didn't understand it. And I don't think I ever really looked into it or figured it out until I watched this. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, not a lot of people I've heard recently that some of the same indicators that they saw back then in the housing market, they're seeing again now. So mm-hmm. it's possible we'll see another uh, decline. And potentially a recession really soon. We're kind of already in it. I say, I think we are in a recession now. No? Not I don't know if it was classified no. as a recession. Yet. Oh, I thought it was, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I don't, I don't think know. it was. And uh, in fact, like, I just watched a thing today, or, or yeah, watched a thing today that showed a bunch of articles. I was up early this morning, guys. <laughs> Six in the morning. You watched, you watched a movie, this. read yeah. an article. <laughs> I read a lot of articles, honestly. <laughs> I probably spent an hour reading different articles, but I watched a little video that uh, was breaking down several different indexes that are all, all essentially say um, that there's little likelihood of a recession in mm. the coming year. Like less than like the highest estimation from like, like, like true economic, true economists, uh, the highest likelihood was 12%, but they were all in like one to 2% likelihood for the most part. Well, that's great because I'm still been investing. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's, I think the, the right move is, is lean in and I know, uh, a couple, by the time this airs, it'll been a while ago, but uh, Target released its quarter one earnings for uh, this this year, and they were like forty three percent lower than what they were supposed to be, which is really bad. And so the stock just did you tanked. say forty three forty three percent lower than yikes? And it was because of uh, all of the like cost increase of shipping things. Yeah, and, the logistics nightmare uh-huh. we're in. Yeah. Uh, so there was just all kinds. It wasn't really Target's fault. Like they still hit sales. It's just their expense expense went up. Went up. Got it. Um, and so, but the investors didn't really like it. So it tanked from like 250 a share to like 150 a share. Ooh. And so I threw a bunch of money into it and Bought it's already it up. a, a okay amount from there. Yeah. And I started investing in Amazon again because Amazon really tanked quite a bit too. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> for no, for no for particular no reason, reason yeah. whatsoever. Uh, so Jake, what, uh, what was like your, your highlight moment and like maybe the, the moment that you were least into this movie? I know, I know you liked it, but I honestly don't think I have a moment where I was least into it. Like, I feel like I, I jumped in and I was on board and I liked it. I think I liked like the, the moment I feel like I really liked the most and what I was most into it was when, um, I forget Christian Bale's character's name. 
But Michael ev- Burry. Yeah, Michael. Ev- everybody's like, you made a mistake. You made a mistake. And he's like, there's no way I can be wrong. And like, he's so locked into it. And he's like, look, I'm not like, I'm not wrong. And we're not pulling out now. And like, he's just so convinced and so determined that he's right. And I, I think that was my highlight of the movie, honestly. Mm. Like I was so into that scene. And then I was so happy. I mean, obviously a lot of bad things happened, but I felt like so like, uh, like vindic. I don't know what the word is, but like so good for him when he walks out and he's like, mm-hmm. I, I made everybody this much money. When he writes like the percentage, how much? Like, yeah. Yeah. It was like 187% or something like that. Was yeah. it like 400? I think it was like, Oh, it might I think, it, I think yeah. it was yeah. like yeah. ridiculously high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Michael Berg, apparently Christian Bale met with him before doing this to just try to get to know him a little bit so we can play him as a character. And they were supposed to meet for an hour and it ended up lasting nine hours. Wow. Like they sat and just talked for like nine hours. And then at some point in it, he asked if he could borrow his clothes. His He got cargo shorts from him and a t-shirt and he actually wore those in the movie. <laughs> That's those are all he wore in the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. The actual guy's clothes. That's funny. Which is pretty funny. That's such a weird request. Like I'm surprised he uh, like gave it to him. Like if, yeah, like if, if Christian Bale in some alternate universe, I had a life worthy of, of telling a story about a movie, writing a movie about, and Christian Bale was playing me and he asked for my clothes, I would be like, N- that's creepy. No, I think I'd give Christian Bale the shirt off of my, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same way. I'd be like, dude, like check out my closet. What do you want? <laughs> Speaking of Christian Bale, uh, I'm super excited for his upcoming gore. Yeah. Marvel gore, movie. the God butcher. Yeah. Marvel. I haven't watched the trailer yet. I heard about it uh, when I got home uh, from Croatia, but mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to there. There's a lot that I've missed over the last two it, and a half weeks. It so. looks like it's going to be pretty good. Oh, you had all that time this morning. <laughs> I was busy reading things. articles, man, for the pod. I did it for you. He was, oh, learning, he was like learning about the economy, like <laughs> important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the economy is just going to be, you know, that's true. I well, can't. Well, n- not according to this movie, you know, yeah. <laughs> but so, it'll come back. So I think uh, I, I was trying to think through what my favorite uh, like moment in this movie is or, or the moment that I felt like, man, like just fully in like fully invested in this movie the first time I watched it. And I think it was when uh, when Michael or when uh, Mark Baum and his crew go down to Florida to kind of investigate like what's going on. And uh, Steve Carell is is in uh, like talking with the the like loan agents and uh the guys they're all excited and he turns around he's like can you give us a second he walks over and he's like why are they saying all this like i don't understand why are they confessing and he's like they're not confessing they're proud and it was like dang like that's uh that is quite the stunning revelation like from hindsight being what it is Mm -hmm. you know i think like you talk about the moment you were bought in and mine was honestly like the very beginning when Christian Bale is talking and talking and talking. And then it like cuts to this guy that he's talking to and you presume that he's an employee or whatever. And then they're done. And he's like, so do I get the job? <laughs> he goes, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, I thought that was really funny. I, was like, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to like this movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm glad. I'm glad that you were, you were bought in right away. To go back to that moment that Tyler, you were talking about when they're talking to the um, <clears throat> the loan agents, uh, I feel like like I feel like any actor in this movie that plays a speaking part was casted perfectly. Like the fact that we had a, what's his name, the guy from New Girl, 
Schmidt. Uh, yeah. Schmidt oh, yeah. and that other guy, Billy Magnes. Magne- I don't know how to say his name. They're good, like, schmarmy He characters. was in the new uh, James Bond. Yes. Yeah, but him, but then also um, Steve Carell's crew. Like, they mm-hmm. were all... Oh. I loved all those guys. I felt like the the um, cast of, like, supporting actors in this movie is just as strong, almost, as, mm-hmm. as like, the primary actors. Even to get Marissa Tomei yeah. to just yeah. have, like, a nothing role. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that was impressive. And Melissa Leo oh, as yeah. well. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, fun people that pop up in this movie. Like, I don't even know. I mean, I guess the main actors are, like, Steve Carell and right. But I, I, when, when you were, if you would ask me who the lead of the movie is, like when we were talking about usual suspects last week, yeah. or like definitely Kaiser Soze. No idea. I, I don't know who I would, I mean, I, I don't know who I would peg as the lead to this movie. Mm-hmm. For me, it would have been either Steve or Christian, but I, I, I could have went back and forth. Like I could have seen who. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. But uh, what did, uh, what did you think of uh, the Ben Rickert character? That's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad yeah. Pitt. I think that, uh, one of the funniest things about how much the world has changed since this movie, this movie only came out eight years ago. Yeah. And they have this scene where I feel like they're trying to make him look like such a weirdo when he's going through the airport and he's got a mask on. Yeah. And like, everybody's kind of looking at him like he's a freak. And he nods to that Asian dude who also has a mask <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's just like that. Not only would that not be weird, that would be the most normal thing in the world to yeah. do right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's crazy. Not anymore. I was just in the airports and uh, nobody's wearing masks. Anymore. Yeah, but you don't have to wear a mask. But if you saw somebody wearing a mask, you'd oh, be like, yeah. "What's this person doing?" Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, yeah totally. No, you're you're yeah. right. I, I'm 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 sorry. I didn't mean to take the teeth out of your. I just think it's nuts. You're right. Yeah, but I liked I liked him. I loved him. He. I think he might be my favorite character in this movie. And if I didn't love Brad Pitt and Moneyball so much, this might be my favorite Brad Pitt role. I just think he was oh, such really? an interesting character. Like, I'm jealous of those two young investors that, like, uh, they were neighbors with this guy. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. wish that he could have been my neighbor. I thought he was so, like, unintentionally funny at times. Like, one of my favorite <laughs> lines that I, I don't think I caught the first time was when they're on the phone with him and he's like... Uh, like we got to hurry this up guys. I have a clonic (laughs) and then they're like going back and forth and and arguing. And then he's again, like seriously though, clonic once he, (laughs) (laughs) and I he thinks that seeds are going to be like the the currency and he ends up investing in water. Right. Wasn't that him? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just, no, that was Michael Burry. Oh, that's right. That was, I mean, Michael Burry was an interesting guy too. Yeah. Um, but Ben Ricker was uh, just a fascinating guy. Like I just thought he was such a fascinating character and Brad Pitt was perfect as him. Oh yeah. I thought, I thought Brad Pitt did a terrific job. I, I couldn't see him being recast by anybody. Mm-mm. I don't know if this, I mean, I don't think it's that hot of a take, but like, I, I don't think that there are many like supporting roles that Brad Pitt isn't mm-hmm. really great in, but maybe like not as great carrying some movies, but man, I love like all, all of his roles. I love, I feel like. Are what about in Deadpool two? Yeah. Great lead in that. <laughs> no, he was a supporting. He was the invisible guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I wait, what? Yeah. Is that real? Brad, Brad Pitt was the invisible guy from Deadpool. No 2. way. Really? They and show you it. only see him for a split second when he gets electrocuted. He like comes full face oh. and, then he goes, and then he disappears again, but yeah. it was Brad Pitt. I never pay attention to that. Yeah. No, that's pretty funny. That is really funny. Actually, <laughs> that's super hilarious. Yeah, but all that is to say is I, I feel like most of the the great roles, uh, I lost it again. I'm sorry. It's gone forever. That's okay. Yeah. Um, how'd you guys feel about Ryan Gosling, though, in this movie? Loved. I thought it was good. I, I wouldn't I, say it's his best role, but I, I thought rarely, it was good. What would you say is his best role? 
Oh man, I hate being put on the spot like that because I oh, always make I'll, these I'll claims. Go. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say nice guys. I was gonna say nice guys. Here's the thing: is I feel like, well, okay, maybe not, but I feel like uh, Jared in The Big Short feels like the kind of role that Ryan does from time to time. But I, I don't mean to say that to diminish that because I feel like Ryan can play a perfect pretentious douchebag mm-hmm. yeah. and be so funny. Like oh, I yeah. thought oh, yeah. he was so funny in this movie. Um, he made me laugh quite often and, uh, he's another one where it's just anything he's in, uh, I'm there for sure. I would go see a movie and it, it, for him. it makes me bummed that he doesn't do comedic roles as often as he does. Cause I just think he is so funny. Well, we're going to get to see another sort of comedic role later this year from him. Are we crazy, stupid love? That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get to see one more of those. Yes, I think right. he's really good in that one. I, I really like him. In oh that my one. gosh. He's my favorite part of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's kind of doing that in this though. He too. is a little bit. So yeah. did it work for you in crazy, stupid love and not this? Um, I feel like he just did it better in crazy, stupid love. I'm I, not saying I think this he has bad. More, I think he has more. The character just has more heart. Any rounds sure. in crazy, stupid love where in this he's just like static static yeah. for sure. And it might be, while I think I, I really liked it, I think the fourth wall break, like, maybe lessens the character, like, the way it's executed for me. I don't know why. I, I don't know. To me, that added to, because, like, it's just like, okay, he's telling us a story, right? So then it, it just, it felt like him. Because he is the narrator. Yeah, he's the narrator of the movie. So it, it just felt like him, like, stopping the story to say, like, hey, here's something I need to say. I would never hang out with these people. Yeah, yeah. I have it, fashion friends. That's the thing. <laughs> and his commentary is funny. Like yeah. hearing his opinions on what's going on was very funny. Yeah. Like I like that we not only just we watch him in the story, but we get to hear how he felt about what was going on at the time. I thought that was really cool and creative. Uh-huh. I will say, and, and maybe, I don't know. I think he did excellent in the notebook. I know that's one that we've done before. And that was kind of like, I feel like what like, really like broke him out into some bigger roles. Um, and then the other one that I uh, thought that he was really good in was place beyond the pines. Oh yeah. I think I he's really good. In he that. was very good. Super good in that. Yeah. Honestly, everything that, that he's been in, we're looking at his uh, filmography going back uh, before big short and pretty much all of them. I, I absolutely love place beyond the pines. Ides of March. He's terrific. Uh, crazy, stupid love. Like I mentioned, uh, drive is very intense, very I good. Couldn't get through drive. Didn't I started it? I, mean, I, I guess it, it it doesn't help that I was watching with my sister, uh, but we stopped. Mm. I didn't. I I've thought it. about nominating for it for this podcast, so maybe we'll get to it. Well, that'd make me get through it. Yeah. And then uh, the other one that I wanted to make sure to point out was uh, Blue Valentine. Oh gosh, yeah, he's so good. In that he's movie. so good. I've never it, seen it. It's the it's, you don't. Don't watch it. It's the most heartbreaking movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> Pass. If it was like a more popular movie, I would have nominated it for Bummer Summer. Yeah, it would have been a really good Bummer Summer. Yeah. Uh, it was weird to me to see Jeremy Strong in a role where he's like kind of playing like an alpha tough guy. Sorry, like who's Jeremy cool. Strong? Uh, he's Vinny. He's the, kind of like the second in command oh, for, um, for Steve Mark Baum's yeah. crew. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I bought that though from gone in 60 seconds. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh. So 
It's good. But I, I think of him in like Succession, like he's kind oh, of like sure. pathetic in that movie or in that show um, or like a movie that came out a couple years ago, The Gentleman. He plays this really sleazy, weird kind of effeminate villain. Um, and, and I really liked him in this movie. I think this is the first time I had ever seen him in anything. Obviously, I love Hamish uh, Linklater and anything he's in. Oh, yeah. I thought the the like chemistry between him and the other guy, yeah. the, the positive. The positive I guy. I loved how he was always seeing the bright things, and then he was also so obsessed with different restaurants. In, I thought in that the was area. really funny. I heard, yeah. I heard they have really great Cuban food. You're depressing me so much right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, I, Scott, I, cause you said this is a comedy. I think it was very funny. I don't think it was a comedy at all. It just felt very real. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is just how these people were. I think you could call it a drum com. I don't know that. I I mean, maybe I don't know that. Not I would, a com drum. Probably not a com drum. Mm. It depends. What channel did you watch it on? I don't That's think true. this is on either Turner network. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> not, not even Turner classic movies. Ooh, could I don't think it's old <laughs> enough to be on TCM. <laughs> Oh man. This was one of the movies that I almost watched like 10 times before now I finally watched it. Like there's been multiple times where like I'm flipping through movies and it was either like going through all the movies you own or it was on Netflix for a little while. Yeah. And I think I might've even like started it once in like 10 seconds and I was like, I'm not ready for this right now. Like whatever I'm about to embark on, like I feel like it's going to be in a different state of mind than what I'm ready for. It's interesting though, because I feel like the tone of this movie more often than not is lighthearted and like comedic. So it, it, I don't know if I would call it a comedy, but it feels more so that way. And I feel like it, it works because then I feel like it really sells the dramatic moments of this movie. Oh yeah. Like, um, going back to the, the scene in Florida when, when he knocks on the tenant's door and then you see him later in the movie, like in with his kids and they've had to move out, you know, and there's moments like that. Even like our opening uh, audio clip there, there are some very dramatic moments in this movie. Very sobering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of sobering moments. A perfect term. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, it does. It it lets you ride pretty high on the wave, but yeah, there are some real big come downs. Uh, very, very shattering moments or like when, uh, when Mark Baum is sort of like fighting with, uh, Vinny, uh, about when it's time to sell. And he's like, just really like, you know, he's, he's really finally like equating this with, uh, the grief, the suspended grief of his brother. It was so intense, Uh you know, but maybe it's underscored because of the lighter nature of the rest of the movie. Yeah, and I haven't seen Vice, so um, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it carries a similar tone in that movie. But with Don't Look Up in this, like, it, I think it's interesting that Adam McKay has kind of chosen to highlight movies that really showcase just how despicable people in the elite class really can be. You know? Mm, yeah. No, that's that's an interesting point. I hadn't really like considered that before, but I think you're right. Who was your guys' favorite fourth wall break out of like all the the people that weren't a part of the movie, but then came in to explain something? Thayer and Selena Gomez at the blackjack table. Yeah, that was my mm. favorite one because that and that that one was pretty pretty long. But then, like even the the people that weren't Selena Gomez and I forgot who the other person is. Richard Thayer. Okay, uh, they where they were like they were starting to bet and then doing that. I I, I like that. That's pretty funny. Did you notice the epic meal time guy in there? 
No. He was one of the people that oh, really? like, he was one of the first people that like makes a bet. He's like, I'll bet you this. And she's like, I'll need good odds. Give me 10 to one. And he was like, all right, deal. That was the guy from mm. Epic Meal Time. It's an old YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. With the big beard, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. When uh, the first one came on, I think it was Margot Robbie was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Margot Robbie. I was like, what is happening? Right <laughs> <now?"> <laughs> I was like, am I getting a commercial? <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Here's Margot Robbie in a bubble bath to explain. But yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. And Rip uh, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rip River, too. Rip River. <laughs> and uh, Shoeless Joe. <laughs> and Shoeless Joe. We should take another moment of silence, I think. Three, two, one. Man, another great cry sash, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to pour I some I can't out. believe we, we really... went six hours on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it felt, it felt appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. But once again, we, we cut out all the quiet so you don't have to sit through six hours of nothing. Yeah. Just the quiet sobbing that we did. We will uh, release a full cut though. And if you're a real tot, you will listen to all six hours. It's the Kuznicki cut yeah. of, of the episode. Kuz yeah. cut, as, as I like to call it. Uh, what, uh, what was your, and I know we've kind of like brought up a few different things, but I don't think I've heard from Scott maybe on this. What was your favorite, uh, favorite scene or favorite line? Um, I really, uh, liked, and it wasn't just like a single scene. It was like a cut of scenes where he's first, uh, I'm sorry, when Batman first is. Uh, <laughs> you can say that. It's going to get Jake every time. I'm sorry. I just, I was kind of not, I was taking a drink of my water and then I wasn't paying attention. And then he said Batman and I almost spit my water. Yeah. Uh, when Christian Bale is first, like trying to get banks to sell him these shorts. Oh yeah. And everyone's kind of like laughing at him. Yeah. And it, I think it's more fun for me. Cause like, I have prior knowledge of like, I know what's coming for this story. Right. Right. And so it was just kind of fun to like, see like, and I'm sure that's how it was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll take your money. If you just want to give it to us, they're hubris. And I I loved it when he was like, I'm going to need like securities and payment plans from you guys. And they're like, you don't think we're going to pay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it really was, it was, it was, uh, but it's good. He did that. Cause if he wouldn't have, they could have just declared bankruptcy and not paid him. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, which they did. in in some cases mm-hmm. like, yeah, there were a couple of scenes with Steve Carell that I really liked. Uh, one I was just thinking of was when he was, uh, talking. I don't remember what this woman did, but he was like in that office, like trying, they were like trying to see if they priced something correctly. Oh yeah. I don't remember. It's been a couple of weeks since I watched it. And then like them, like having that argument and like him just getting like, I know I, I liked his, uh, his character and like how like upset at the injustice he was and like, yeah. like kind of like for everyone. But I liked that scene. And I also liked that scene where he was talking to that one guy in the casino. And yeah. I was just bragging oh. about all the stuff he did. Gosh. And he was just getting so mad at him. Yeah. The I, CDOs. Yeah. The, yeah. Mm. I thought that those were both uh, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And he kind of ends it with, uh, I'll tell you what you, you tell me how much you're worth and I'll tell you how much I'm worth. Uh-huh. And Mark bomb just gets up and says, give me everything that that guy's touched. Like give me swaps on everything. He's yeah. touched. I would say the other big one for me is one that Zach brought up earlier. And it's with, uh, the, um, the people that are selling the, the loans and they're like, the the, why are they guys yeah. to strip like, to strippers and immigrants? Yeah. And they're like, why are they confessing? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like to see like those characters finally like realize like, 
oh crap, this is real. Yeah. Like I thought that was a, a pretty cool scene or a good set of scenes. There's like 10 scenes. I feel like I could say are like my favorites. There's so many great scenes, so many great lines. Um, I, I really like the part when Vinny gets on the phone with Jared and it's just <sighs> like, how are you effing us? Yeah. And then he, and he still convinces him to do it. And then it's funny too, that he's in the gym working out. <laughs> uh, I, I love all the times that Jared is like, so, uh, just disrespectful to his like assistant. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I love when he goes into the bathroom and is kicking everyone out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. So I, uh, like literally like, kicking them, out. literally <laughs> kicking them. Out. Like two or three weeks ago, I made the like reference, uh, the I'm jacked. I'm jacked to the tits. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I think one of the most sobering parts too, is when Jared is talking about all the, the ways that like all of the big wig, um, like a stockbroker guy's got in trouble and he's like, just kidding. None of that actually happened. Oh, Only yeah. one guy got arrested. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my gosh. That was, yeah, that was a little infuriating. Yeah. But I, th- I think uh, thinking about like funny parts, I was just remembering it was a really small part, but when they, when they're trying to call Brad Pitt for the first time and he's like, I don't know what number to use. And then <laughs> oh, he puts, yeah. he's like, it's me. He's like, don't use this number. And then he hangs <laughs> up and he's just sitting, he goes back to what he's doing and he's like, don't use this. He does it like three times. <laughs> I think one of the things that I love about Ben Rickard too is like he he just has so much pull in this movie and is so impressive and skilled. And you could just tell that he just, none of it phases him. And he has zero interest in the Wall Street game or the big money that he's making or anything. But he's also such a homie to those two guys. Yeah. When he's on vacation in like London or yeah. wherever he is and he goes to the pub and gets on and like is helping them out. Like he's just such a homie to those two guys. <laughs> We'll see how this goes. I'm in a pub. Yeah. It smells like sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, honestly, like the opening uh, clip that we had for this episode with the dancing. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt like that was probably one of the best, like, sets of lines. In, oh, yeah. In the movie, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry we had to censor some of it, but this movie is the language-wise NSFW, for sure. Probably pretty accurate to Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is pretty sobering, like to think like they were betting against the right thing, like they were doing what was right for like their their banks, like like to fiduciary make fiduciary wise, yeah. yeah. But like there was going to be major complications with the world because of them being right. Yeah, and yeah, but like, oh, sorry, were you gonna say no, something? No, no, I was gonna say like I don't know that I hold them like it's not like they're held responsible. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I was still like, like this is going to happen. So like they're, they're making their money. No, right? but I'm just saying that like, it's, it's sobering to realize like, and like Brad Pitt's point is like, it's so like, just don't dance. Like, why are we like, it's okay to be happy. I guess that you're going to make money, but like lots of people's lives are going to be ruined because of this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think I have anything else for this. Do you guys, do you have any recasts or is no. everyone perfect? Everyone's perfect. Yeah. I think everyone's perfect. Would not recast a single person. Not even like RDJ, Tom Holland, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Pratt. Yeah. No. Nope. Zoe Saldana. No. Nope. Chris Hemsworth. No. Nope. Chris Evans. One of the other Chris's. 
<laughs> you know what? In fact, I will put Chris Pine somewhere in there. I want Chris Pine to be the the old guy that uh, that Mark Baum argues against in the, when the market crashes. That's who. Mm. Yeah. That, you want Chris Pine to Chris be the Pine. old guy? Yeah. <laughs> that was another one of those really satisfying moments. Oh, and when, yeah. When they were fighting and he's like, I'm doing the right thing, I'm whatever. And then everybody's looking at their phone and then yeah. he just has no idea. Yeah. I was, oh, that was good. Uh, call back to a couple episodes ago. I feel like if he was alive, Philip Seymour Hoffman could have played that role mm. really well. The old guy uh-huh. that he argues against. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, I think I just would have been bummed that he had such a small role in the movie then. Probably. Although if he would have been cast, they might've made that role bigger. True. Maybe. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, this is just a very impressive movie though, for Adam McKay to pivot to. Absolutely. To come off of Anchorman 2, which I think, Scott, you had told us that, like, uh, I don't remember which studio, but whatever studio Paramount. was work, Paramount, uh, only greenlit this if he made Anchorman 2, mm-hmm. which is funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, the fact that he kind of- Anchorman 2 is funny? No, I'm just kidding. I knew uh, what you meant. I don't, <laughs> I've actually never seen Anchorman 2. I've not seen Anchorman 2 either. I I've heard it's not to. great. It's not as good as the first one. I watched Zoolander 2 and I saw how that sucked. And so I figured Anchorman 2 is probably not great either. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's very impressive, uh, like, I guess, serious debut for him. No, it really is. I, I mean, I, I feel like it's it's aces, especially for your first first try out of the gate doing yeah. something like this. I, I feel like he, you know, he spent a fortune, uh, you know, for him, I'm guessing. What was what did he spend on uh, Talladega Nights that we just did earlier this year, Scott? Seventy two million. Oh my gosh, they spent never a ton mind. On that movie. Yeah, I, I take it back. He didn't spend a fortune. He spent sh- a shockingly small amount of money on this. <laughs> How much did he do this one for? Twenty eight. Wow. Yeah, but part of the they used guess, real cars yeah, and really wrecked them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, a little bit they, more going sure, on. They had to like make machines to like flip the cars, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's still it's it's a shockingly cheap movie. I take back what I was going to say. He spent he spent very little money uh, with such an incredible cast and like came out of the park swinging. Yeah, I think it's impressive to go from something like a any of the comedies he's made to something like this, like shows up, I think a large range just in his directing. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, uh, the only thing that like, I don't think worked for me all the time. I'm not going to say it didn't work for me, but at times like to kind of go back to what I was saying about Adam McKay's, uh, directing style that he like, I think I, I, to my knowledge, like really established with this movie and has definitely carried on into um, his more recent projects is just all the weird random shots that he would jump to kind of out of nowhere. Like what? Can you give me an example? I'm trying to think there's so many, but like there, I feel like there's a, a like one it would just cut to traffic at some point in the middle of a conversation mm. or just random stills of like random people. Like, like, uh, I, I swear there's a shot of like a little girl holding like uh, an animal or something like that. Like just random. I think I nonsensical images at times. Mm. Well, and especially in the chapter transitions. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and like, I it didn't bother me because it's very stylistic, and I I like his style. Um, but I don't even like, think I noticed. It was just I didn't really understand the rationale behind it. Mm. I did like though in the very beginning, 
uh, the like montage of uh, pop video clips like uh, uh, Cisco yeah, singing like, Money get, Maker like, Britney, and Spears. Britney Spears eating a burger. And but like why? What did that? It was just showing like how high we were all feeling at the time. Hmm. Like that was what was in the like it wasn't like doom and gloom like we're experiencing today on TV all the time. Like it was everything was like oh man like we're crushing it you know like everything's funny. Yeah, that makes sense. Everything's everything's sexy. Everything's easy. Everything's great. If it like, doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Yeah, that's what he was trying to say. That <laughs> got it. He yeah. was trying to say if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. He's yes. trying to say Arby's. We got the meats. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, He's I love that. I got I a movie that. about Batman, but he gets even more rich and way less uh, <laughs> violent. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you you All throw right. a lot out, and most of the time it sticks. But sometimes, sometimes it, it's sometimes they're misses. I, I just love staring at Jake. I was, uh, yeah, like I, he he has to break. <laughs> Jake has to break eye contact because he can't <laughs> with how ludicrous what yeah. you just said was. And it was like he kept staring at me, so I had to keep going until he broke eye contact. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't going to keep playing. I have for the, you know, just to humor the list or mercy on the listeners. Got to stop. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Put it, put a stop to it. I firmly believe that if I was still looking at Scott, Scott would still be talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear what, what else he had to say. I would not. Uh, it was, it was going downhill from there, Zach. Uh, what do you guys say? We put this one in the books though. Yeah, we could, we can do that one. I guess I have to start us off here. You do. I'm going to give this in 8.6 houses that went under. Oh, that's it. I don't know why it was such a <laughs> downturn in the market for only 8.6. 8.6 houses. They made it such a big deal, but yeah. there's only eight of them. Jake, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this. I don't have a good unit that would be appropriate. I'm going to give this 9.2 Margot Robbie bubble baths. Oh, nice. Uh, Tyler, uh, I'm going to give this, uh, 8.9 epididymises. <laughs> Zach, uh, I'm also going to give this 8.9 nobus that, uh, that one guy, <laughs> <laughs> that that one guy wanted to eat at. I think they have a nobu now. <laughs> well, this comes out to an 89% on rotten potatoes. The other guys gave this an 89% and IMDb gave it a 7.8. Nice. I just, just got to say, Scott, you, you really are kind of killing it this season. Oh yeah. Very much killing it. Almost made it, made it into the top 10 spot. Yeah. It was number 11 out of 99. Wow. Next week, episode 100. Oh yeah. Pretty excited about that's, that guys. That's wild. Actually, before we get to that, I do just want to say thank you guys so much for, uh, for getting us through 99 episodes. Uh, we appreciate you guys a ton. We, you really got us through it because we were all ready to quit. Yeah, yeah, after like episode nine. Yeah, I was, I was ready to quit after episode one. I was like, what is this stand by me garbage? You're like, <laughs> oh, let's. You were like, let's not even finish the batch. Let's just yeah, go. Home. I was like, if we're gonna have to watch movies like this, what's the point? Like, where's Independence Day? <laughs> Independence Day Two Resurgence. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for Armageddon, the next episode, you you would you have been out. I was. I was like, "Where's Armageddon?" Oh, it's right now. <laughs> okay, I'll stick oh, around. Yeah, we're, I'll it, stick around. It's right now. <laughs> it's Not right. enough 
people. None of Peter Stormare is doing bad Russian accents. That's you know? right. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> well, yeah. Next week uh, we we're doing Casablanca. Uh, lauded as one of one of the better movies ever made. Yeah. My pick. Are we? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you got dibs, yeah. bud. I just Tyler was looking at me hey, and guys, like, guys, I gotta... guys. Uh I'm claiming Casablanca right now. <laughs> <laughs> My pick. <laughs> All right. Well, Scott, do you have any final thoughts to take us out of here? I'm looking forward to 